Coming up, Chris Salcedo of Newsmax, a conservative Hispanic, on what it's like to be racially stereotyped. Don't miss it. Welcome to another Real American Heroes Special Edition. I'm Oliver North, and our guest today is Chris Salcedo, host of The Chris Salcedo Show on Newsmax TV and on radio, I think it's KSEV, and WBAP in Texas. He's the executive director of the Conservative Hispanic Society with a mission to promote Hispanic conservatives. Chris is also the author of the book, Liberty Rises. Chris, thank you for the chance to be with you again, because you and I were just together a few days ago. You're, yeah, you're, Colonel, it's a pleasure to be here. Well, thank you, brother. You're a conservative Latino. How did that happen? <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I, I was tw- I'm t- uh, 10, 11 years old, and I had just come back from school, and I said to my dad, hey, dad, guess, guess who we learned about? We learned about Cesar Chavez, Cesar Chavez. And uh, it, it was, of course, glowing. It wasn't the real history of Cesar Chavez in the government-run schools. My dad's response was, expletive communist. That's what he called him. <laughs> That's when I knew that th- things were a little different in, in my family. So that, that, that was my first sense of say, hey, maybe we're not exactly cut from this, this cloth the media wants to cut us from. Yeah. So that, that's when I kind of had an inkling that maybe I ought to explore every aspect of, of my political leanings when I got to the point in life where I could do so. You've said that illegal immigration is wrong. It's immoral. It's bad for any nation to endure. I, I look at that and say, he's spot on. But as you and I both know, aside from a handful of Cubans who are refugees to this country, that's not a common sentiment in the Hispanic population. Why, why are well, so few politics willing to say the same thing you're saying? Well, I, I think that there is a lot of folks who are second, first and second generation Latinos in this country who do reflect that. There are millions yeah. of us out there who recognize that the rule of law is the reason why our ancestors came to this country, the stability of this country, because they, they fled countries where the equivalent of Democrat socialists had taken over. Yeah. So the, the people I think who are problem are our politicians. And notice I didn't specify political party. Right. Uh, I believe that the United States of America is afflicted with a government that has looked the other way on illegal immigration. And that has been to this country's detriment, as it is a saying of the Salcedo show, illegal immigration is wrong, it's immoral, and it's bad for any nation forced to endure it by its political class. And we are forced to endure the indignity of illegal immigration by Republicans and Democrats in Washington, D.C., because they refuse to comply with the American people's wishes on this. And I believe it was the primary driver to getting President Donald Trump elected. No, I have no doubt about it. And I think we've seen the results of that. He was down in Yuma, Arizona, just a few days ago. He's he had the big rally there in Phoenix. I see that the American people made that one of the primary purposes of, of his presidency. And I sure hope that it, I well, I, I'll say it. I sure hope he gets reelected so we can finish that wall. I guess. Me too. Yeah, me too. Look at, uh, when you and I were on your show a while back, you said that you have a theory about why the riots are happening, why this, this, is not civil disor- this is not civil disobedience, this is civil disorder in my book. These are, these are not protests, these are riots. There's a difference. There's vandals out there, there's murderers out there, there's all kinds of it. Give me that theory and share that with our audience. Well, yeah, Colonel, if you're out there fighting against racism, if you're fighting against the Confederacy, by the way, 
the people that say they're fighting against the Confederacy, they don't realize the war ended back in 1865, which is which gives you an inclination of really, you know, how much they have upstairs. But they're they're now going after statues in Austin, Texas, of Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're yes. they're they're ripping down statues in San Francisco of Ulysses S. Grant. They're going after uh, Theodore Roosevelt in 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 New York. The, these Abraham Lincoln for crying out loud, they're ripping down Abraham Lincoln statues. So you get the sense if this is battling racism, if this is about the Confederacy and its legacy in America, then they're doing it wrong. I suspect these individuals, they don't hate racism. They don't hate the Confederacy. They hate America. Yeah. And they're looking to rip down literally and figuratively our country, our constitution, our protections, our rule of law which protects us from these mobs. And they have taken an opportunity to go after and take down America, not take down racism, which, by the way, institutionalized racism is, racism is dead in America, just so everybody knows. And don't let anybody else tell you differently. But that, that's what I believe is at play here. They are targeting America, not targeting hate. They are the embodiment of hate, if you look at it. Have you, have you experienced racial, racial uh, friction in some is has someone tried to, to accuse you of being something other than what they were looking at? Well, I've, I've been the victim of racism, sure. Yeah. And uh, it's always been a liberal on the other side. It's always been somebody who didn't appreciate me not being on the liberal plantation. So they felt perfectly comfortable <laughs> calling me all manner of racist names. As a matter of fact, throughout my entire career, the only people who wanted to hear what this liberty-loving Latino wanted to say has been a conservative. I've received a microphone from guys like Glenn Beck. I've received a microphone, uh, uh, Roger Hedgecock. He is, he's now retired, but he was, a, he was the guy who gave me my first start in talk radio. And countless other people who have been markedly conservative in their careers, they wanted to hear my perspective as a conservative Latino. Those who have worked to silence me have been the, the American left. You've said that Latinos owe blacks a debt. What's that debt? They've shown us what not to do, Colonel. They, uh, the, the black community has been ravaged, has been savaged by liberalism, you know, the last 50, 60 years. Uh, don't take my word for it. There's a great film out now called Uncle Tom yeah. uh, from a bunch of black conservatives who got together and told the real history of the black community. And I, I just believe and I can see that the, the American left is trying to do the same thing to the Latino family, the same thing to the Latino community they, they've done to blacks these last 50 or 60 years. I don't want the Latino community in 50 or 60 years to go down the road being devoted to these left wing extremists. And the only thing they have to show for it is a Planned Parenthood on every corner. They have they have taken the slings and the arrows in the black community. They've shown us what not to do. And I believe every Latino owes a debt of gratitude to blacks out there. Look, you just mentioned 50 or 60 years from now. Uh, I'll have great grandkids who are going to be studying about this extraordinary time in our nation's history, a pandemic and enormous racial discord and, and the kinds of things that we've seen from the rioting. What do you want my great grandkids to know about what you, Chris Salcedo, did during this time? Well, yeah, you know, I think about this a lot. Uh, I think one of the greatest... Uh, compliments you can be given from your kids or your grandkids is, man, you know, grandpa or dad, you were a great man. And I, I think every dad to some level wants to hear that. And uh, for me, 
what I hope my grandkids, your grandkids read about Chris Salcedo is when he saw his country under attack, that he didn't buy into the the narrative of those trying to undermine the greatness of the country, that that at least my granddad, uh, Chris Salcedo, got out there and fought so that America would be the America that he had was going to be left to me, maybe even a better America. And that's what I hope my legacy, my my tombstone reads. Well done, brother. Thank you. The pleasure was all mine, sir. God bless you, man. Look, folks, if this broadcast has been informative, helpful, or encouraging to you, take time now to subscribe and let me know how these unprecedented events have affected you and yours. By doing so, you too can become part of this historical record of how America persevered and once again prospered. Until next time, remember, Semper Fidelis is more than a slogan for U.S. Marines. Always faithful is a way of life.